ladies and gentlemen. Happy Friday. Welcome to week two of the Take Take podcast. Whole gang is here. Brother Gage, back in his hometown, Cincinnati. Trent Ernie, also live with us. Boys, what's going on? How we doing? What's happening, boys? Going on. Brother Gage, how's the drive-in? Phenomenal, man. Blessed to be here and talk about some picks. Talk picks. Let's recap last week real quick. Dive straight into it. Uh, not a not a great pick for the, or not a great week of picks for the boys. Uh, Brother Gage was uh, DNP last week. Did not participate. He was idle. Yeah, he was idle week one, which probably for the better. Yeah, I was put on the COVID reserve list that week. <laughs> uh, whole squad, all three of us, Trent, Ernie, and I, one and two, not ideal. Um, Trent, you want to run through your your three best bets from last week real quick? Yeah, I uh, I'll start with the win, the one win, which was the Bills Jets under 44. Um, pretty easy uh, win there. The, I think I said on the pod last week that I, I could see a 20 to 16 final and end up being 20 to 12 there. So um, felt good about that one. Uh, my other two, though, the Browns Bengals over 46 and a half. Just a, I don't I don't even know if I want to call it a misread. I felt like um, you know the Browns moved the ball on that first drive, and then Stefanski got too cute with that play action pass with Brissett. So that kind of that kind of killed that for me. Um, the Bengals didn't really get going until second third quarter, uh, so that really never came close to that number 46 and a half. And then I. Played at same game tees with the Chargers, plus 10, and the over 45 there. Chargers was the right side there, but um, I give Brandon Staley credit. He had a great plan for Tua and the Dolphins and McDaniel's offense, and they, they shut him down. I mean, Tua was pitiful. He was what started three for 16 or something like that. So um, I had the right side there, got cute with the tees, and it didn't hit the over. So it's kind of kind of unfortunate, although I might be coming back with something like that this week. So. Yeah, I learned my lesson. Yeah, not great. I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. That giant Cowboys minus 17 and a half line. That was I was that was the most confident play I had in the entire slate last weekend. We tried to tell you. You guys did try to tell me. I just I couldn't get over the fact that Houston is just that bad and Dallas is that good. I had to play it. Anybody that watched the game knew that Dallas got lucky winning that game, scoring the late touchdown. That was just, there's no need to harp on that because that was just an awful play. But um, I saw something, I saw something about that game where, like, the metric system they have or whatever gave uh, Houston like a 95% chance to win that game in the second half, and, and Dallas somehow came back to win. But I don't know, man, big stats like that in the NFL are just so hard to take, like, not take the points, you know? Right, yeah, I don't know. Just Dallas had absolutely zero right winning that game, in my opinion. They should have completely lost, but. That was an L. Second L was just was an awful game. It was an awful performance by the Titans. Titans minus three and a half. They lost outright by 14, 36 to 22 at home against Jacksonville in a perfect bounce back spot for the Titans. That was my two losses were not the best losses. Let's just put it that way. And that's why we love Tennessee this week. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then my one my one victory was was one I, I, I'm happy to get. It was San Francisco minus three and a half at home against Tampa Bay. I've said it all year. Tampa Bay isn't that great. Niners are 
my team to win the Super Bowl this year. I've been on them all year. Brock Purdy, I trust. So I, I'm glad that they get one under my belt. But, yeah, it doesn't make up for those two monstrous L's that I had. Ernie, you got the gear on right now. Your boys your boys lived up to the hype last week. Yeah, no, I was pumped. Uh, we kept it rolling. Um, Trent, fuck you. Ever doubting the Bengals. Stupid-ass Browns fans. I, I didn't pick the Browns. I don't know where this hate's coming from. Did you not listen to last week's pod? Because you're a stupid-ass Brown fan. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude wins one game in three years and starts talking shit. It's funny. Bengals roll. It's funny. That was an easy bet. Then the Giants just laid an egg. I knew it was going to be a long day. I forget what it was. I forget who it was. The safety, like, I feel like I had an easy pick in that game. Yeah, on the the, the fourth and eight Devontae Smith touchdown. Yeah, just completely whipped. <laughs> yeah. You're saying take that back five years of Monte Smith in a hospital. Yeah, right. I, I did see that. <laughs> that Emmanuel yeah. Sanders, I saw that on Twitter, that Emmanuel Sanders play. Yeah. The man got decapitated. And so that was just, I knew right then and there I was doomed on that one. And then Steelers, Kenny Pickett got hurt. So, I mean, that wasn't the best scenario for that bet. But, you know, you know. You gotta live with it. And they had a chance. They had a chance, but yeah, they had a chance to win the game, but just couldn't come through for me. Right. But ATL holding it down. All right, we'll get back to the NFL here in a little bit, but we're gonna pivot pivot here. Speaking of Atlanta, talk a little bit MLB free agency talk. Yeah. Uh, Sean Murphy, not free agency, but got traded to the Braves over the past week. Three team deal. I think it was like nine. What was it nine pieces or whatever that were involved in that trade? Sean Murphy obviously being the the catalyst going from Oakland to Atlanta. A phenomenal move on the the Braves' part, in my opinion. Austin, well, not to step on your toes here, but while we're on the topic, we got uh, breaking MLB free agency news. Uh, We got Carlos Rodon, six-year, $162 million, uh, headed to the Yankees. Fuck! Got to feel good for a small market team like them. To God bless. To the Yankees. Fuck. He's going to be good in that park, too, as a lefty. He doesn't have to worry about the short porch. So. Yeah, that's not great. I really did not want to hear that. He's really good. Yeah, well, speaking of his... Damn. Sean Murphy arguably, arguably being, what, top five catcher in the league? Or no? Oh, I definitely put him top five. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's... he's He's one of the best all-around catchers too. He's not one of the guys that just is like a is like a line or is a liability with his bat. You know what I mean? The guy can hit. So I really like that move for the uh, the Braves. But they didn't really um, give up give up a ton either. Looking no. at like the prospect list. Yeah, um, it was it was some some mid some mid prospects. It wasn't I don't think any of them were top uh, 100 prospects that they got, no. which is kind of strange because if you're gonna trade. Like that caliber of a catcher at that age, like he's not old, he's still a young player. I don't know why you don't do it for. And he had like a, a couple of years of team control left too, so I, I don't really get that. Yeah, he's their best catcher. I mean, he was their best player. Too. I mean, he was bound to get moved. Like it was gonna happen. But just, yeah. But, I just thought they would get more. Yeah, all. I, I agree. But speaking of Rodon, his former team, the Bay Area San Francisco Giants, obviously making one of the biggest splash. Splashes in free agency, signing Carlos Correa to a a ridiculous deal, in my opinion. 
What was it again? 13 years, 500, or 500, 13 years, $350 million. $350 million? $350 million, which puts him at the fourth at the fourth highest contract in the majors, and he is now the seventh big leaguer with a $300 million contract. This is actually piggybacking on that. This is live from Ken Ro- Rosenthal. Um, so that they all share the same agent, um, like Carlos Correa and Rodon just now, that Scott Boris, who's Scott like the Boris, super yeah. agent yep. in the MLB. So he just tweeted that the, this was the fourth contract of at least $162 million for Scott Boris, um, his clients, uh, with Correa at 350 Bogarts 280 uh, Brandon Nimmo 162 and Rodon at 162 which brings his uh, free agent total for Scott Boris to $1.172 billion. That's incredible. That's that's incredible. So he's just he's fucking running the show. Yeah, I said twelve. I said seven contracts for three hundred million. I was wrong. I meant twelve. But Craya, you guys broke down. You guys broke down judges last week on the pod. And you guys like see like the even more broken down version of him getting like over one hundred and six thousand dollars per day per on day. contract. Yeah. It was it's absolutely ridiculous. Craya's annual salary is going to be right about twenty-seven million. Like twenty six nine, I, I believe is what I saw. Just that's 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 a silly contract in my opinion. I, I don't think he he's he's elite. He's a very 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 good player, but he's not three hundred fifty million dollars. He's definitely not the fourth highest contract in baseball worthy in my opinion. Like the only three guys ahead of him are Judge at three sixty, Mookie out in L A at three sixty five, and Trout at four twenty six. Which is stupid, just to say. Wasn't Trout? <laughs> how many years was Trout? So wasn't he like? I believe it was. 14? I believe it was thirteen years. Thirteen years. But yeah. I mean, those numbers just make your head spin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And you you look at you look at some other names on this list. It's like Trey Turner cracked the top ten with getting his three hundred million dollar deal. Corey Seager, people forget that Texas threw him three hundred twenty five million dollars last year. Lindor with the Mets is making three hundred forty-one million dollars. So it's like these baseball contracts, dude, are just ungodly. We need a we need. I'm a little worried about the middle class in the uh, MLB. I don't know. We might need a new commissioner to run. <laughs> it's getting a little too uh, yeah. too spare. So many guys making three hundred million and a bunch of cheap labor. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's just these contracts are stupid. Correa is not worth three fifty. I want to I want to rattle something off to you guys real quick. You're gonna have player A, player B. And you're gonna tell me which one you want. Okay. Player A, I'll tell you right now, is Carlos Correa. In his in his career, he's 28 years old. 438 career hits, an average 281, 74 homers, and 240 RBIs. Now player B is 27 years old. One year younger, has 500 career hits. The exact same average, 281, exact same number of homers, 74, and one less RBI at 239 versus Correa's 240. That player just signed a two-year, 13 and a half million dollar extension through the 20, uh, 2023 season. Any guesses to who? Any guesses to who that is? Does he play the same position or no? No, he's not. He's an outfielder, not a shortstop. 
outfielder. 60 more hits in his exact same average, the exact same amount of homers, and one less RBI in his career than Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. I got no clue. I'm not, I'm not sure. Brian Reynolds with the Pirates. Wow. He's a, he's a good player. Almost identical numbers across the board, no matter how you look at it. And he's making $13.5 million. And he's not a fucking cheater. And he's not a cheater. So. He also plays for the damn Pirates. Well, that's what I mean. Like, the, the, the MLB market is, is, is insane. I mean. It is. I mean, it's fucked up. I mean, he's making over $300, $300 million more. The good thing is, like, these teams are so incompetent. Like, like, I saw a stat. It was, like, the Giants have spent more on Carlos Correa's contract than the A's payroll over the last five seasons combined. But the A's have made the playoffs, like, three times in that span, and the Giants have made it once. Yeah, it's so just, it's just, it's insane. Yeah. Base, I'm a, You're buying in. Yeah, Major League Baseball operates in a, a weird, very, very strange fashion. Grow your kids out and let them play baseball, please. Let them play baseball. Or soccer. International soccer. Get that guaranteed money. How about that guy who's got the $557,000 futures parlay riding on France? On the France, I know, right? That's nuts. Hey, cash that out. Message that. <laughs> yeah, Ernst, you're our you're our, uh, our FIFA or soccer insider. You think? I I think France will win, but I I'm rooting for Messi so hard. People are kind of saying it's like destined for him to win, right? Uh, if he wants to get the comparison of Diego Maradona off his back and saying he's not as good as him because he doesn't want a World Cup. Yeah, he'll what's go down the, probably uh, as the greatest. What's the line on that? What do we got? I have no clue, to be honest. I guarantee you, they might be both plus money to win in regulation. Uh, what do you think, Ernie, you guess. What do you think, like, just straight up? Just I got straight, it right here. I don't know. If, like, to win in regulation, France might be, like, plus 130. Argentina, probably like two-something, no, maybe. Forget regulation. Just, like, uh, France who's going to win that? France minus, I don't know, like, 130, maybe? Um, Argentina. Argentina's favored. They're minus 112. France is minus 104. Really? That's yeah. shocking. That's well, really shocking, well, actually. Well, sharps are on the... Uh, sharps are on Argentina and Messi. Yeah, I just think the script's in for this. They don't want to pay this guy out half a million dollars. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. They're fixing the World Cup. It's no it's no the Emir's over there in Qatar are. Yeah. Yeah, Trent Gage, you guys, you guys got anything to add on this free agency stuff? Because I don't, I'm done with it. I'm, yeah, I hate I'm these contracts. Football, man. Yeah, it's football season. I'm tired of these three hundred million dollar contracts. All right, yeah, Curry, you guys see stuff? Curry's out for multiple weeks with a shoulder injury he suffered last week. I did or see last night. I mean, I did see that he injured his shoulder. I didn't know how long he's going to be out. Yeah, they're saying he's going to be out a couple of weeks, which kind of hurts. I had a future with him at the beginning of the year for MVP, and I don't know if that's going to kind of hinder his odds here or whatnot, but he's really shortening the gap uh, with his odds recently, so it kind of sucks yeah, that he's out. But. I don't know. The, I feel like basketball is one the, – wow, the NBA MVP is one of those things that I feel like you can make up really, really quickly. Now the sure. – now unless, name unless the, you uh, fall the, behind the standings, right? Because they're still sure. – yeah, now the Michael Jordan trophy. Kia Michael Jordan Most Valuable Player Award. With the Why new uh, so? 
the new revamped award names. But enough basketball, enough baseball. Let's dive into this football. We have a gnarly slate this weekend. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Let's do some NFL talk. Got a little, little bit more to talk about there, and then we'll end with college football. Sound good to you guys? All righty. Let's do it. You guys want to get straight into some the slate, or you want to just talk a little uh, talk a little Pro Bowl? Yeah, let's I go. hate the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah I'd rather <laughs> not talk seven, about the Pro Bowl. 7v7. I hate it. <laughs> not I've enough talk about that right now. They don't even, they don't, they kill the game, right? Like, they don't have a game anymore. It's 7v7 now, yeah. It's flag. Yeah, it's flag. That's what it should be. The Pro Bowl, being actual football to watch is very, very hard. Yeah, it's stupid. But let's talk. We could do, do you guys want to, do you have any futures? Yeah, Yeah, let's go over the that. Niners win Super Bowl. Currently sitting at plus 900. I think Jalen Hurts to win MVP is not a lock, but I think it's pretty it's pretty safe bet right now. I think he's still plus money with Mahomes sneaking in. I think the last time I saw he was plus 300, and Hurts was plus 150. Um, I can tell you exactly what the odds are here. I'm pretty sure um, Hurts is – yeah, Hurts is minus 160 right now to win the MVP. I think it's Hurts, then Mahomes, and Burrell. Yeah, I mean, it's a two-horse race. It's Hurts and Mahomes. Oh, wow. But, yeah, yeah I said you're, it. You're well, an asshole. Fucking slap in the face. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I said it. That's, that's just your fucking I hate Cincinnati bias. No bias. I said it, what, a month ago that Jalen Hurts is going to win the MVP this year. Everybody was all over. I mean, Mahomes is obviously, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the league. But... I mean, I still think Tyreek should be in the talk, but he's kind of getting I, overlooked I at this point. With that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's I mean, wild because he, he probably picked up a fumble. And ran at 70 yards. Everyone's just sick of her. Yeah. It's like he's like moving in fat. Like everyone else is moving in slow motion. He's just on 1.5 times speed yeah. every fucking game. It's incredible <laughs> to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, How about that game this weekend with them? Head in the Buffalo in the snow. Did you guys see like all the Mike Daniels stuff? And yeah. And practice, man. I wish it was colder. And... I love Mike McDaniel, man. I love Mike McDaniel. They were soft as shit, though. They had heaters out in San Fran when it was like 55. Yeah, I saw that. That is so soft. I think that's why the line moved from six and a half to now it's seven and a half, just heaters for that in, reason. Right. They had heaters in L.A. L.A., yeah. San Fran. Yeah, get your shit right, Ernie. Yeah. Well, same thing. Yeah, let's run in through, California. Let's run through the slate. We got some Saturday games this weekend, which is fun. I think they're all poopy games, except for this Dolphins-Bills nightcap. But Vikings-Colts. So you, you, you don't like... Jeff Saturday coming off a bye on a Saturday? Come on, man. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. I didn't factor that into my pick. I have a best bet there. Um, Um, I'm on the Vikings, too. Yeah, Vikings at home hosting the Colts, four and a half. You guys got anything? I'm glad glad the Vikings got uh, lost last week as kind of like a square play because – if they didn't, I wouldn't be on them. But I think this is like a get-right, bounce-back game for them. Um, Gage brings up a good point with Saturday on a Saturday, which I didn't really take into factor. I think I'm still going to stick with my pick, though. Um, and I'm not really sure why this line's only four. Outside of that Raider game, the Colts really haven't inspired um, you know, anyone to have faith in them after getting housed by the Cowboys in that fourth quarter. Um 
and then they had that. I know they're coming off a bye, but it, I just think that the Saturday steam is kind of running out, and um, they're already looking ahead to their next head coach, which I think, if I can make a prediction on the pod, might be Jim Harbaugh. You don't think you don't think Saturday will get extended or not Hell extended, no. but you don't think he'll get offered? Hell no. No, I think I think he. The, it was a cute little story, and he won the the Raider game, and and everybody could take their victory lap, and then and then people kind of realize like, all right, this guy's. I mean, it's a lot harder just to step into the on the sidelines and coach after you know being on TV for ten years, wherever it was. So, right. Um, that's a long-winded answer. I'm, I, it's my weakest of my three best plays, but I, I do like the Vikings. Um, minus four. I think they win that game by like eight. Yeah, I also like them minus four. Not a best bet for me, but I was kind of harping on the Vikings being like a really overrated team. I'm not saying that they're elite, but I kind of think they're showing their true colors. Um, I like all the other 10-win teams. Like their point differentials are like plus 90. Like there's, when they're winning, they're winning pretty big, but it's so weird. The Vikings are, what, they're 10 and 2 or something like that? 10 and, well, no, three. The, 10 and 3. The Vikings' point differential is like one of the worst. Negative. Yeah. Negative. One. yeah, yeah it's negative, one of the worst yeah. ever. It's a negative one, which is just unheard of for a team that that's good. But uh, I don't know. They had their left tackle was out last week, this Dorsell guy. And apparently he's a pretty big factor in their offensive line, but he's off the IR this week. Um, and I, I, yeah, I think this is a great bounce back spot, like you said, Trent. If they would have won last week, um, who knows? This spread would have been maybe over a touchdown, but um, I think minus I think minus four, maybe up to four and a half or five is a good value there. Yeah, I got nothing on this game. I probably I probably the lean or probably lean the Vikings, but I got nothing. I'm staying away. Ernie? If anything, I'd lean the Colts. Okay. I don't Fair. know why. Just both dome teams. Fair. Because Matt, Matt Ryan's nine four and one against the spread coming off a bye. Hey, my goat. Ravens going into Cleveland, getting less than a field goal. I think Tyler Huntley is, I don't think he's confirmed playing yet, but I'm pretty sure the trends are leaning towards Huntley playing. Yeah, he was active. He was active at practice. Yeah, so. He's playing. He's he's in line to start. Browns minus two and a half at home. Trent, you got to play on the dolls here? No. No, I I went back and forth at this game, and I just can't really be objective because – you know, I hate my team half the time, but then the other half of the time, I'm like, uh, you know, I could, I could see them covering the the numbers. So, uh, I think this will be a close game. I I think that the um the the total is kind of low at 38. Um, if I, I would probably play the over there because I think I think the Browns defense has a tendency to kind of quit and give up and and they're a horrid tackling team as well. Um, in addition to not being able to stop the run, which the Ravens are going to do quite a bit yeah. with um, with Huntley and, and Dobbins and Gus Edwards back in there. So I would lean the over, but, yeah, I, I'm not playing either side of this game. Yeah, I got nothing. Anybody, you two got anything here? I am on the under. Huh. I hate this game. I don't think either team is going to be moving the football. Deshaun's rusty as hell. I, I I think this game just screams under 38, especially an AFC North game. Give me Deshaun the under. Looked, 
he looked terrible last week. Mm, he's looked terrible right. both weeks. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, he looked, I don't think he looked terrible. I thought he. I thought he looked okay. better than he did the week before. Um, Leave the bias at home. It's not. There's no bias. I, I was. I was at the game. I was. You know, ninth row up. No big deal. So. Uh, <laughs> Fifty-yard. Fifty-yard line. Now they were. They were. Uh, they were a gift. But um, no, I mean it sucked as a Browns fan, but I don't think he looked too bad. Yeah, he's he's still rusty with his um, kind of timing, and that's what caused that that interception late in the game. But um, but you know, it, I mean, it is what it is. I think he's progressing, but I think they'll be able to score a little bit on the Ravens. Yeah, this is actually one of my best bets for the week um, with the Ravens getting the points. Would you say is that two and a half or is it at three? Two and a half right now is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I'll take uh, it there. I think you could get it at three some places too. Honestly. Yeah, I saw it, I I saw saw it at three today. earlier. Yeah, I'm checking um, FanDuel, so. Um, I think Ravens win this game outright. Um, that's saying Huntley plays. If not, I don't even know who their third string is. He was in for a little bit last week, but he's terrible. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, AFC North. It. Yeah, I mean, who's throwing money on that? I don't know. Um, AFC North, dogs have three or less since 2007, 20, or. 43 and 21 ATS. Um, so I think a game like this going on the road, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but I don't know. The, how do the like Browns have success? They they run the ball. They give the ball to Nick Chubb. But I saw this stat, which is pretty interesting. The Ravens um, have held Nick Chubb to average of 60 yards um, every game of his career against the Ravens, which is the lowest of his career against any team. He's played more than twice. Um also, hardball, 14, 14 and 6 against the spread um, on the second game of back-to-backs. And then 17-7-1 against the spread as a divisional dog. Um, going against Stefanski, 9-17 ATS as a favorite and 1-7 and ATS as a, as a divisional favorite. So, I think everything here is leaning Baltimore. Um, they control the clock with the ground game. They don't need to run the ball or they don't need to throw the ball as much. Um control the game. I think they, they win here. If you want to be safe, take the field goal. Yeah, I'd probably lean Baltimore too. 7-1 ATS in their last 8 at Cleveland. 5-2 and two ATS in their last 7 overall on the road. I'd probably lean Baltimore. I got no play here. But uh, nightcap on Saturday night, which arguably on paper on Saturday, probably on paper the best game, in my opinion. Dolphins going to Buffalo. Touched on a little bit. Getting a touchdown right now. Bills minus seven. I got absolutely nothing on this. I'm going to just enjoy watching this game. Trent, I know you're the big uh, the big animal guy here. I don't know. Can Dolphins go up to Buffalo and swim in the snow? It doesn't seem feasible for me, but maybe you're the expert here, Animal Planet. <laughs> uh, I actually uh, – I don't see it happening, Gage. Um, I think the Dolphins um, coming up north of Buffalo, you're looking at – I believe you're getting um, a couple inches of snow on the ground. Um, I read 25 miles per hour wind gusts. I don't think Dolphins do good in the wind either. Um, so I, I'm on the I'm on the Bills here with a same game tease. I said I was going back to it. It failed me last week, but I'm going to tease uh, the Bills down, um, get them um, basically on the money line, and then I'm going to I don't know what you guys see the number at 44. Uh, I have it at here. Um, so I'm going to bump that up to 50 and a half and take the under in a same game tease. Uh, the, 
I think the Chargers and Brandon Staley kind of figured out Tua last week and kind of gave the blueprint. He's somebody that, um, you know, when his read is there and when it's, um, you know, they, they have a lot of success on these kind of intermediate middle of the field dig routes off play action. And if you noticed, a lot of the Chargers DBs were kind of shading the inside and making Tua throw outside the numbers. And that's not, the, that's not something he was comfortable at in college. Um, unless he was throwing go balls, you don't see a lot of deep outs from Tua. So I think um, even with the crazy speed of, of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, I think there is kind of a, a game plan and a roadmap to take out Tua, as you guys saw last week, with really not a good defense in terms of personnel for the Chargers. So the Bills have a better secondary, and I think they can um, kind of stifle the Dolphins and, and um, score, um, you know, kind of limit their their offensive attack i could see this game being something like you know 23 14 like i I honestly think the dolphins might be figured out so i like the under teased uh with the bills money line there yeah i I was gonna say i have another best bet in this game and it's the under 44 yeah Dolphins can't swim in the snow. They're a soft team. Yeah, but Buffalo is running the snow. <laughs> no, <laughs> give me the give me give me the under. Also, Tua, uh, guess how many games from college to NFL he started in a in a game where the temperature is below freezing? Six. Trent, what was the question? I'm sorry. Tua, from college to NFL, how many games has he started where the temperature is below freezing? Austin said six. Ernie's saying zero. Yeah, yeah I, don't, zero. I don't think there's it's six. Yeah, I'll, say, it's, I'll say zero. It's yeah. zero, yeah. So it's kind of like foreign territory for him. But I don't know. Seven, seven points in the divisional game just seems too much to me. But um, I don't know. We can move on from that. Head into the Sunday slate if yep. you guys want. Sunday slate, I will uh, kick us off with Saints at home playing host to the Falcons. Four and, a half, four and a half is the line right now. This is one of my three best bets of the week. I got it at Saints minus four. Um, rookie quarterback Desmond Ritter out of UC. We all know is now the starter moving forward the last few weeks for the Falcons. Rookie quarterback on the road versus a good defense. I like defense. Um Saints seven and ten or seven and three in their last ten ATS against Falcons four and two ATS in their last six overall at home. Um, in the last ten games against the Saints, Falcons are averaging less than 80 yards on the ground, which I think they have a top five rush offense in the league this year, so they pride themselves on running the ball. But I just rookie quarterback versus good D defense at home. Give me the defense. I'll take Saints minus four. You gotta have something going on upstairs to keep throwing your hard-earned cash on that redhead Andy Dalton. <laughs> I'm not relying on Andy Dalton. I'm relying on the defense, solely defensive play this year or this week. So defense at any time touchdowns in the foreseeable future or what? I mean, don't tempt me. You guys, I, got- I don't. Have, I don't have a best bet, but if I had to play, I'd play the Falcons. Um, I actually think Ritter will be an upgrade over Mariota right away. Um, and what, who are the Saints to be laying four points to anybody? And it's not—it's not like the Falcons are a um, like horrid offense. Like they're not playing the Texans. Like they can 
they can run the ball. Um, I think Desmond will open up their passing game. I could see Drake London kind of breaking out. Um, and the Saints are so poorly coached. I read this week that they're actually thinking about hanging on to Dennis Allen, Austin. I hope not. Um, I really hope not. <laughs> I think that is just a terrible decision. I think they should be at Sean Payton's doorsteps begging him to come back yeah. and save their franchise because he is uh, – Dennis Allen is pathetic. He does not know what he's doing. He was terrible with Oakland, and he's terrible now. Um, so I, I would I would, I would, would play Atlanta with the, with the points there. All right. Des a winner. Fair. Next game. Jets playing host of the Lions. One and a half on the the line right now. This is a – I'm very excited for this game. This is a very scary game. I do have a play here, but if someone else wants to go, I can uh, – No, I'll let's let, enlighten us with your play, Austin. Yeah, I like the over here at 44 and a half. Um, Lions are just – they've won five out of their last six, averaging 29 a game. I mean – in their last five, they're four and one to the over. In the last five matchups between the Lions and the Jets, four of those games have gone over. I mean, it's just all signs are leaning to the over. Mike White has made that offense look much better. I just, I like the over here. I'd probably lean the, people aren't going to like this, but I'd probably lean the Jets on the line. I'm staying away from it. I'm not going to play it. But one of my uh, second best bet is the over at 44. Is, is Mike White alive? He is alive. Yeah. He is confirmed playing. That was probably the hardest, most legalist hit I've ever seen in my life. It was one of the best hits I've ever seen. But he folded oh, like a lawn chair. And it was clean, <laughs> which is the best part. He came back out and finished the game, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. Confirmed yeah. got that dog in him. He does, and that's why that's my second best bet of the week is Jets' money line. Um, I don't know, the Lions, yeah, they're on the rise and they're looking for a playoff spot and everything, but like the last month, like let's be real, they played, they played defenses that are in the bottom 50th percentile in the NFL. Um, I don't know. Lions at 32nd worst ranked scoring defense, just got the number one. So that's why the over, I don't know, over over under here is kind of a coin flip with going against the best defense and the worst defense in the league. But I don't know. Jets 5-0 ATS after a straight up loss this season. And, I don't know, Robert Sala with San Francisco. He's had his days facing Jared Goff when he played for the Rams. Um, might have his number there, but I don't know. I, I like Jets money line in this game. I like it. All right, next game. <laughs> Get me away from this team. Houston playing host to the Chiefs. Chiefs minus 14 right now. I, You guys go ahead. I got nothing. Run past this game. Skip for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. No. I'm, I'm cool here. Yeah, stay away. Yeah, no, the Chiefs play with their food too much to bet that. Fair. All right, next one. I really, really like this game, too. Eagles going into Soldier Field. Take on the Bears. Eagles minus nine right now. Over set at 48.5. You guys got anything here? Absolute best play of the week here. I am on the over 48. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm um, just going to keep riding those Bears overs. Uh, they're both top 10 in EPA, um, and uh, they, their overs have both hit eight of the last 10 games. Um, the Bears' defense is horrid. The Eagles will be able to run all over them. Um, conditions aren't too bad for Chicago in December, so you're getting a break there. 
Um, I also would play on the team total of the Eagles over 29 and a half. Um, but I think this game, this game lands in the 60s, to be honest. So uh, easy, easy overplay for me. Yeah. I'll throw a lot of money on it. Yeah, I like that too. That's my third best bet is over 48. In the last 15 games combined this season, the Bears and the Eagles, 14 of those 15 have gone over. Like, there's just, there's the, yeah, I got the over is the play here. No play for me, but I would lean Bears getting nine at home. Look, look ahead spot for the Eagles playing uh, Dallas next week. That's, no that's wild because one of my, I, I'm, I'd probably lean Eagles. That's all good. Next game. Okay, one and two. <laughs> hey, no. Panthers play host to Steelers. This is a to- shut his mic off. This is a toilet bowl. Panthers minus two and a half, one fifty on the money line. Get me away. Yeah, this is a straight dumpster fire. But I don't know, Carolina aren't isn't Carolina kind of like not out of the playoff hunt yet? No, they can no, still win they, the uh, NFC South. Yeah, Correct. Nobody in that division. Everybody in NFC South is still alive, technically. Like them and the Bucks are kind of the front runners, right? Yeah. The, the Falcons are five and eight, too. Okay. And the Bucks are what five and seven? No, the Bucks are uh, six. Six and seven. Six and seven. I think they said uh, that um, that whole division can finish at six and eleven, and then the Panthers would get in. Yep. Wow. NFC, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm rooting for. NFC South is a juggernaut right now. Yeah, I don't know. Stay away from me, but let me read you guys something funny about this game. Uh, only two times this season where a uh, backup quarterback came into the game and threw three interceptions, right? That was week four when Kenny Pickett came in for Mitchell Trubisky, and it was last week when Mitchell Trubisky came in for Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. Fun. That's that's pretty funny. That's funny, but uh, Carolina wins this game by two touchdowns. Fair. All right, moving on. The boys going into Jacksonville. Both of these teams kind of screwed me last week. Actually, not kind. They both did. Dallas laying four and a half to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I got nothing. I'd probably lean Cowboys here, but I got no play. I would lean Cowboys as well, but I'm not going to play it. Um, I like I like them after kind of as Ernie would say playing with their food last week and um, I think they're going to be more focused. I know that you have to look ahead with the Eagles game next week, but um, I think it was kind of a wake up call that they're not going to be able to show up and and cover the spread. So uh, I think they'll be focused. I think the Jags defense is still um, pretty poor, which has been masked by Trevor Lawrence's uh, really really great play as the last couple of weeks. So um, I could see a lot of points in this game as well, but I think the Cowboys will end up covering the spread, uh, winning by, you know, seven to 10 points. I'd lean Jags, honestly. I don't know why. Just a gut feeling. Fair. All right. This next game, do we even need to go over it? Cardinals, Broncos? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I tried to awesome. have a play on here, but I just couldn't. No way. I, I, I mean, there. I'd probably go under if anything. Uh, I mean, this uh, this game's not going to be on TV on, on no Red way. Zone at all. This is the perfect four. Perfect four. Just the kickoff. That's about it. There might <laughs> actually not be anybody in the Red Zone the whole game. Facts. So. Is Russ even alive? I don't know. I haven't heard anything, so. I don't he's think he's going to play. He, he, was on he was on a different planet. Yeah. Yeah, his face yeah. was scary. That was scary. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty nasty. 
And actually playing I've, good, too. I, I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback get hit so hard that they had a bump on their head. <laughs> That's true. All right. Uh, Patriots going into Vegas, take on the Raiders. Um, essentially a pick them right now. I got nothing. Does this line just seem off to anybody else? It does. I think Patriots should be favored here, but I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think I, I. I like the Raiders in this game. I, I'm not gonna like say it's like a best bet or anything, but I like the Raiders in this game. What's okay. your reasoning? I don't. Know, I just don't think. I don't. I don't think Ramondre is gonna play for him. Um, yeah, if Ramondre's out, then I'd probably um, lean Raiders. But. I just think that's a big chunk of their offense. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a believer in the Patriots. Matt Patricia's a shitty OC. And, I mean, the Raiders are, like, bipolar as hell, I feel like, though. Yeah. So you don't know which ones you're going to get. But Yeah, I, I would, you got to be sick to better Raiders game at this point. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think, I don't know, this might just be a spot where, like, they're giving the Bill Belichick versus his disciples kind of game. Like, he's going against his, his old colleagues, and he's got their number and everything. But I don't know. If, if points are scored... Um, I think the Raiders cannot last the Patriots, but no play there. Tennessee, going after letting me down last week, going into L.A., take on the Chargers. <clears throat> Chargers lane three right now. I saw three and a half earlier. At Chargers minus three, 150 on the money line. I'd probably lean Chargers here, but I got nothing as of right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I tried to get there with the Chargers, but they're too... I just can't trust him yet. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. their I mean, receiving core is supposed to be healthy this week. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer. Everybody's supposed sure. to be healthy. Tessie's pass defense is worse in the league. I just, the trends are, I mean, Chargers are eighth right now in the playoff standings, so they still got a shot to make it. I think just looking at it again, I'd probably lean over. Yeah. I'd lean Chargers, if anything, honestly. Yeah. I could see uh, Derek, Derek Henry having a huge game, but. Like you said, the Titans' pass defense is, I think, bottom five in EPA. So, um, I think this is over the 46.5 total. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, that's, that's my last best bet. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Titans plus three and money line. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. Chargers, Chargers ain't all that. Like, yeah, they beat the Dolphins. Who are the, the Dolphins don't have that good of a defense. Um, the fact that Herbert has to throw the ball the last three games 47 times, 47 times, and then 51 times, uh, and they're still not putting up a lot of points. Like, yeah, I get it. He, he's putting up numbers and whatnot, but, like, they're not driving. Them. Like, these drives are really methodical and not really doing much. But, yeah, like you said, Trent, uh, Henry's going to have a huge game. I'm going to take him two touchdowns and Titans money line. Um, Chargers rush D, 31st in the league. Titans rush D, 1st in the league. And the Titans have the seventh-ranked uh, rushing offense. Um, I think Titans control the game with the run game, and this is kind of like a good opportunity, a good spot for them to get their season back on track. And uh, Mike Ray roll as a dog, 24-15 ATS. And uh, also the Chargers have not won back-to-back home games um, in quite a while. So, yeah, Titans plus three. Fair. Bangle, or Ernst, your Bengals going in – who Tampa Bay take on the Bucks right now? Three and a half favorites. Give me um, that's gonna be my last best bet. Taking taking the Bengals. Bengals. Three and a half. 
Is uh, uh is, T, is T Higgins healthy? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bengals are trending up. Tyler Boyd's Tampa's out. Trending down. Tyler Boyd's out. T Higgins may be out. Trey Hendrickson Game. may be out. Doesn't matter. The Bucks are just in a downfall. They they're terrible. I they're, agree. Tom Tom's not washed. That offensive line's just shitty as hell. So yeah, this is one of those games where Tom just wins this for no for no exa- reason. That's exactly what I have written down. I have no. I'm leading the Bucks plus three and a half in capital bold letters. Tom Brady just wins. Also, and yeah, this is the most public heavy game on the slate. Uh, yeah, with ninety percent of the money on the Bengals, so keep that in mind. I'm not sure. saying I'm playing in Ernst. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I just, is Trey is Ernie? Is Trey Hendrickson? Uh, is he in or what? I know he broke mm-hmm. his wrist. He's not playing. Uh, is T is T Higgins playing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, other other than Jamal, says, ser- ser- might, serious question. He, it was just a hammy. Serious. Like I'm, yeah. I'm curious, Ernie. Like, no Tyler Boyd. Um, no T Higgins. I think Hayden Hurst still hurt. Other than Jamar, who the hell is going to catch passes? Hayden Hurst going to play. Is he? Yeah, he was walking around without his boot today. Um. I think yesterday too, but uh, well, we have Trent Taylor. And, I mean, you might only need Steve Irwin point. catching passes. Sixteen points. Steve, Steve, Ir- Steve Irwin, a dog. <laughs> Steve Irwin, a dog. I don't know what you're talking about. What's his? What's his I don't even know his name. Trenton. Trenton. Trent Irwin. Great fucking name. Wait, so there's Trent Taylor and Trent Irwin. Trenton Irwin. I'm pretty sure it is. God. And I think there's one. Uh, his name's Tom Brady. And I think he'll beat the Bengals. So let's yeah, just move me, on. Me Come too. on. All right. Yeah, Seven. just like he was gonna beat Brock Purdy. Hell, <laughs> oh, Midcock rocks the guy though. Come on now. All right. Final uh, Sunday night football game. Not final Sunday, but final game on Sunday slate. Giants. G man going into Washington take on the Commanders. Commanders minus four and a half right now. I have no interest in watching this game. So I got nothing. I'm kind of mad this is on Sunday night. Yeah, you would have. Th- I mean, I would rather see Bucks Bengals Sunday night, honestly. I don't know. I just don't want to end my day watching Daniel Jones, bro. Or um, even Jets Lions. The, the Bengals had their limit for oh. uh, primetime games, but uh, I'd rather see Chargers Titans. I'd rather see. I'd rather I'm see rooting for. Game I'm rooting for a tie. Cowboys Jags. Fuck Eagles Bears. I'd rather see. You guys got anything there? No lean, not, not a damn thing. Nothing. No lean, I hope they tie right. again. Monday night football. Yeah. Monday night football. Okay. Rams, Packers. You guys taking Baker Mayfield, or are you going to lay the six and a half with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I'm staying off this game. Yep. I mean, too. I'll probably end up betting it in some <laughs> way, shape, or form. Okay. I got this nothing. Is, here. I mean, this is, this is just yuck. Yeah. Nothing. This is I'll have this game on like the side and I'll be doing something. I'll probably be playing FIFA or something. Yeah, I got nothing. I hate this. I don't game. think I've bet a. I don't think I've bet a Packer game all year. All year. So. Yeah. Whoa, this will be the time to do it. Aaron Rodgers uh, is a dog in prime time and coming off a bye, nine and three ATS. Then home at home in prime time, twenty three and ten ATS. And uh, they're still fighting for a playoff spot. I don't know. I think the Baker. The Baker hype last week or whenever he threw that game winning touchdown kind of going to get thrown out the window when Green Bay wins by a couple touchdowns. But big cop Brock, 
30 yards to George Kittle. They're up 7-0. Early. Yep, I was just about to say a live update. Uh, yeah, 28-yard touchdown to George Kittle. For Brock, 7-0, three minutes left in the first. All right, I want to backtrack real quick. Back to the Chargers-Titans game. What are you guys' thoughts on Justin Herbert? You think he's uh, where do you where do you think he stands in terms of tiers and uh, quarterbacks in the NFL? Not like S tier. S tier. What the hell is S tier? S tier is the highest. Uh, you I think he's tier list. If I had to tier the quarterbacks, I think he's in this. I think Mahomes is his own tier, and then Herbert. I'm really high on Herbert. I think the Chargers kind of just have failed him in terms of his surrounding cast and his coaching. So I think he's right up there with Josh Allen um, and Burrow in, like, the second tier. Okay, let's do uh, Would You Rather with Justin Herbert. Oh, can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. How's Herbert's dick taste, Trent? Because <laughs> he's not as good as Mahomes and Burrow. I, I didn't say he was good as Mahomes. And or, or Josh Allen and Burrow. It tastes fine. I think it tastes fine. <laughs> and if I, had to, if, I had to, if I had to say, and then no, he is though. That's the thing, and and um, I think that'll be proved over the next couple of years once they get more speed on offense, because he's in in terms of like situations. Um, PFF. Bro, he has a, he has a lot of weapons around him. He he has a bunch of has-beens, bro. Keenan Allen running like a four-nine at this point. Bro, Mike Williams. He's Mike Williams washed. is arguably the the best number two in football. No, the fuck he's. You think Mike Williams is better than T. Higgins? I said just said he's arguably the best two in football. Oh yeah, he's better than he's better than T. Higgins for sure. You're drunk. Mike Williams is a. Don't stud. even, Ernie. <laughs> don't even. No, right. you know what's crazy. You know what's crazy though. What? Trent is big, the biggest Bengal hater ever, but then he's hyping all their individual players up. I, I'm not. How am I the mm. biggest Bengal hater ever? Okay, hold on. All right, let's let's, let's do is. this real quick. Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, or Kirk Cousins. Real quick, real quick. Herbert. That's easy. Herbert. Ask me a real question. Justin Herbert or Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Herbert. Justin Herbert or you say Herbert? Yeah. I'd say I'd probably say Herbert too. Herbert or Tua. Herbert. Tua sucks. Herbert. Herbert or Lamar. Lamar. I think Lamar. I'm gonna say Herbert for all these. Lamar. Herbert or Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Josh Allen. Allen. I think Josh Allen's better than Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert or Kyler Murray. Herbert. Come on, bro. Calamari. <laughs> Justin oh, trying to get on the Boston Scott grind. Boston Scott's <laughs> a, a professional Rocket League player. <laughs> it is he really? Yeah, that's what that's what Kyler Murray. He's just acting like he's hurt so he can practice his cod. <laughs> here's, here's a here's a good one, I think. Justin Herbert or Derek Carr. Ooh, I'm gonna go Herbert. That's, that's close. That's closer than you think. I think that's a lot yeah, closer than what people. Do you guys like Derek Carr? I think Derek Carr is I don't like him. Better than Herbert, though. <laughs> You're crazy. All right. Uh, last, last one. I'm not going to read you. I'm not going to say Herbert or who. I'm going to say these two stat lines, and I want you to tell me which quarterback you're taking, okay? All right. QB1 has a completion percentage of 76.6, has 3,706 yards, 
21 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. Quarterback number 2 has a completion percentage of 68%, 3,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, and 9 interceptions. Which quarterback are you taking? One or two? What are the yards again and touchdowns? Number one. Just, number just one. Just say like back to back to each other. Thirty-seven oh six versus thirty-six eighty-five. Twenty-one touchdowns to twenty-seven touchdowns. QB one probably has a better run game. Uh, I'd still say it's QB one probably. Okay, Trent. Uh, I kind of blacked out there. I, th- I think I'm going to be completely wrong on this. Maybe I don't know. Is that is that is that Herbert and Burrow? If I had to guess, it is. Oh, that's a good guess. So, so probably Herbert for the boy. Ernie, you're 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 a fraudulent. <laughs> now that I have that, you just chose Justin. No, I, I think Burrow Burrow's had better numbers this year for sure. But he's I mean he's got a better he's got a better supporting cast. I, they're both in the same tier to me. So yeah, I agree. Less yards and more inter- interceptions, but more touchdowns. For who? Burrow has less yards and more picks. Oh. And more what? More touchdowns. Yeah, and I picked Burrow. No, you picked Herbert. But I think you picked Herbert. It's all good. Was, who was QB1? Who was QB2? Yeah, Herbert was QB1. Take off your bangle shit. Damn. No, I'm out. <laughs> like I said, you're a fraud. Yeah. All right. Damn, Justin Herbert's elite. No one will ever change my mind about that. But let's, uh, let's transition a little college football, and then we'll get out of here, yeah? Bowl season, it's kind of hard to get riled up for bowl season. Unfortunate news, passing of Mike Leach, the great college coach, great man. Obviously, didn't know him personally, but just listening to him speak, he was a funny dude. He was just a, a good dude. There's a couple stories I want to talk about real quick before we dive into some bowl talk this week. Did you guys see the story about when he was OC for Texas or uh, OU? And so he was offensive coordinator in 1999 for Oklahoma under uh, Bob Stoops. And as offensive coordinator for the Texas game, he drew up a fake play script for the offense. And during pregame, he gave that uh, script to a player, acted like he was putting it in his belt loop, running into the tunnel after warm-ups, and dropped it on the floor. And a Texas coach picked it up and was all excited because they thought they had the first 20 plays for Oklahoma. And they just ran the exact opposite plays, and they jumped up 17 nothing. But then they ended up losing. They got smoked. It was 38-28, but I thought that was pretty funny. No. I feel like I've heard that before. I don't know if it was um, him or not, but yeah, I've it, definitely heard of that before. Yeah, it was him as OC I was just, 99. It's genius, though. It's genius. Until, like, they it's, realized after, like, <laughs> Yeah, the, five, I think they should have fought on a little bit yeah, earlier. It was hilarious. But then yeah, the other the other one was when he was at Texas Tech in 08 as the head coach. And they were doing a, a field goal competition at halftime for, like, students to earn uh, free rent, like, to get their rent paid for by the university. And some kid kicked the field goal, and he, like, kicked it three-quarters of the way up the uprights. And Michael Leach... Brought him on, made him walk on to the team, and he was their extra point kicker for the rest of the season. Uh, it was just some random dude. Yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> that that's funny as so. hell. Uh, 
It's pretty. Funny. I need that gig. Right. I think I could kick. I think I could kick right now. You think you kick field? What's the what's the furthest field goal you think you could kick right now? Realistically. I don't know. Let me get out there. I think I could hit. I think Ernie's. Good give me a, anything if, inside. Anything inside forty, Ernie's Ernie's money. I think. I think I could get a fifty, maybe like yeah. if I got some warm-ups in. Fifty? No, I'm not saying I'm, be, yeah, I'm not saying I'm gonna be like consistent. I think I could hit a fifty-yard field goal though. Did you guys see the thing that Tyreek said about the kickers? How they go to practice for five minutes and then they just play ping pong the rest of the day? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did see he that. He was asked like, "Why do you like why do kickers miss kicks?" Like, I'm sure there's a pool of kickers that just won't miss. <clears throat> he said Cause they just play ping pong. That was funny. Hey, you know, let me. I might try to get get a tryout in the NFL sometime. Probably be better. I'm gonna go. Probably I'm be gonna go to like Pearson, some football though. field. And I'm gonna practice. Watch me get a tryout next season. Yeah. Kid. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, a few bowls this week. We're not going to dive into the entire bowl schedule right now. Just so many games. But we got a few this weekend. Bearcats playing on Saturday. Deion Sanders farewell game on Saturday with Jackson State. There's a, a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl now. Fresno State, Washington State. I had no idea about that. But uh, you guys got anything going any headlines or any plays on bowl season this week? Because I got nothing. I'd probably take uh, Louisville. Everybody jumping shit from UC. Hey, Ivan Pace, first team All-American. First Bearcat to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a dog, but a bunch of UC players aren't playing. Um, and I think Louisville's going to want to win this one. I have just some overall, like, numbers and trends if you are betting bowl season because it's re- it's really tough i think now now more than ever with everyone opting out and everything like that so um just a couple of nuggets since 2008 uh almost 72 percent of underdogs that have covered have also won outright so um if you like an underdog i would also play the money line if you're uh looking for value and looking to profit um Conversely, um, I would lay points um, and maybe even alternate line if you like a favorite rather than trying to money line parlay, something like that. Um, you see a lot of these bowl games, especially in the college football playoff and, and those bigger New Year's Six, New Year's Six Bowls where the, uh, the favorites are winning by three, four-plus touchdowns. So... Um, I think there's some value in alternate lines if you're looking to, to make some money. And then supporting our troops in the last 10 years, service academies are 13-3 and three against the spread. So um, I don't know if we have anything this week, but I know Air Force has a game. Baylor uh, by 14 in that game. No. See, you're just over killing the trend. Um, who else do we got? No service academies this week. Is that it? Is that, is that, did we just have Air Force? I going? think Air Force is the only one to make a bowl, honestly. Air Force mortal, mortal lock this bowl season. Um, it's like they're they're catching five and a half. So I, I will play the money line, some extra juice. It'd be nice to uh, go into Christmas with a little extra money in your pocket. You got any like plays on any any games this weekend, Trent, or no? No, but I, I did. Uh, what do you guys think of fucking Cade McNamara? transferring to Iowa and then like talking 
like he's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I didn't really. Or Jesus that. Christ, like he's like he's gonna turn Iowa into the fucking greatest show on turf. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, dude, you're you're at Iowa, yeah. and you're uh, you're you're kind of dog shit. So um, he I lost his job. Was and he, wasn't he wasn't he the starter, and then he got beat out by uh, JJ McCarthy. McCarthy, yeah. yeah. Every, this like transfer portal and this like the whole NIL thing just kind of highlights all these mediocre quarterbacks and they all have these like fucking victory lap tours and shit. Yeah, they're all they transfer. Yeah, and it's like you got what are you gonna throw up twelve touchdowns, nine picks, and transfer the next year? So like I don't want to hear about <laughs> you all week. Yeah, I don't really understand. Full season, I'm excited for it. Obviously, we'll dive into uh, the bigger Power Five teams better games as the weeks move on, but um, we're, we're at the, the stretch run, boys. Football, NFL postseason is less than a month away. Or, yeah, right, yeah, no, I'm sad. right about a month away. I'm so saying, do, we recap, do we want to recap all our best bets real yep. fast? Yeah, we'll we run, yeah, run through our three best bets, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. Gage, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off, Ernie. No, you're good. I was just saying, you know, I know it's sad when uh, I start getting into college uh, basketball. Yeah, it's kind of sad when football pick, season. It's kind of sad when you pick Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow too. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Gage, uh, Gage, right. Gage, go ahead. I'll start us off. Um, my first best bet would be the Jets money line, um, Ravens plus three, and then Titans plus three. Trent. Yep, I um, I'm on. Here we go. The Vikings minus four on Saturday. Um, the Saturday night game. I'm playing the Bills and the under teased Bills uh, on the money line, getting the under up to fifty and a half. And then um, my very best bet of the week: Bears Eagles over forty eight and a half. Like I said, I think that that game ends in the sixties. All right. Um, I'm on the Browns and Ravens under 30. Um, Bills and Dolphins under 44. And then I'm being a homer again this week, and I'm taking the Bengals minus three and a half. All right. You get an, alter, you get an alternate line on that Browns-Ravens under 30? What you, was that minus 520? Did I say 30? 38. <laughs> You know, I might take that. There might be zero points scored in that game. It'd be the first ever 0-0 zero, zero tie. All right. I'm on Saints minus four at home against the uh, Falcons. I'll take the Jets-Lions over 44-and-a-half, and I will ride with Trent as my, my number one best bet of the week is the Eagles-Bears over 48. Let's go. So, yeah. You guys got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, let's go Argentina. Go Argentina. Go Messi. When when is the uh, Sun, when is the Sunday morning, ten o'clock? Yep, Sunday. A little appetizer to NFL Sunday. I like it. Yes, sir. All right, go Saints. See you boys later. Peace. See you boys. Who day? Who day?